Lights, camera, action. When a script is written that is so bad, no one will film it. These brave podcasters will bring it to life just so they can mock it. This is Table Reads. So the movie's kaput, which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel. Table Reads with Sean McBee, Kelly Levier, and Joshua Baker. Hey everybody, welcome back to Table Reads. This is episode 74, guys. 74. Can you believe we've all, the three of us, done 74 episodes together? It's Wow. Yeah. It's been a long time together. It's been a long <laughs> road to get here. I'd like to thank the Academy. I'm going to help you up onto the stage now as a true gentleman like Chris Evans. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Don't trip on your dress. It's beautiful. You look beautiful. Oh, I got it at the thrift store. <laughs> yeah. So, um... Here we are back again with William Goldman's Shazam, part uh, four of that script. Uh, it keeps happening to us. It, we keep finding ourselves here. This this script just won't stop existing at us. So let's find out what it's done to us thus far. Previously on Table Reads. So, Billy Batson rode a magic dragon train, met a wizard, got some superpowers, where he turns into a 25-year-old that gets his 15-year-old friend real horny for him. I mean, he's real hunky. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> Literally, he's got perfect body. He's got really nice biceps. I believe that he said that Captain Marvel was the most perfect-looking human being in the history of human civilization. Or something along those lines. That sounds like William Goldman. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, William Hyperbole Goldman. Yeah. Um, more recently, Captain Marvel used his powers to hustle a bunch of guys at chess. Uh, his, we're sure is going to be arch nemesis Savannah was resurrected by his children. Now no. keep in mind he started the script uh, dead. Oh yes, by his daughter. By his daughter. <laughs> his daughter. Though. <laughs> His Though son his... instantly claimed credit. <laughs> he he instantly was given credit. Yeah, yeah, he just assumed. He just showed up and dad like gave him the credit. He's he's the Donald Trump to Savannah's Fred Trump. He bench pressed him back to life. All the other kids to don't even matter. Tiffany Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to to beauty as Tiffany Trump. Yes, yeah, to beauty as Tiffany Trump. Um uh, but then we completely forgot that that dude was alive uh, because we spent the next 30 hours playing the most tedious baseball game that's ever existed in cinema history. It was like a part-time job. Yeah. It was like a shitty part-time job to pay for like a debt that you got because you like got crashed into by in a parking lot. You're like, fuck, I got to pay this. I got to get this shitty job at McDonald's. Let's yeah. do that for 40 hours this week. Yeah. I mean, I felt like I was driving an Uber. <laughs> no, because then it'd be silent. Not, not even during peak hours. Yeah. No, just like that, that wandering around trying to find where the drunk people are tonight. Kind of but Uber like, driving, but like at four p.m. <laughs> it's Uber. It's Uber Eats. He's driving for Uber Eats, and he's uh, delivering cold we McDonald's. Uber Eats right now. You're not working at McDonald's. You're delivering cold McDonald's. There you go. And it's like, 
one of those days where everyone in Atlanta is worried that it might snow. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a real regional joke. <laughs> if you're not from Atlanta, you don't understand how terrified we are at the mere mention of the word snow. The Speaking of, supposedly it's supposed to in the next like two weeks. The devil's sure. cocaine. <laughs> I went to the safest place I knew, the interstate. <laughs> um, oh, and then uh, then Captain Marvel uh, left Jenny outside while he went and jerked off to a porn movie. It wasn't a skin flick. It wasn't. It was not an X-rated it was not a, it, it was specifically said that it wasn't, and then it went to real p- pains to Be very exactly much that. describe a porno theater. There was a sexy, curvy lady on that poster. There with was with great boobs. With so so floppy he, ones. He was <laughs> disgusted by all the kissing, but she did have great. Ooh, but she did have great floppy boobs, though. What kid is is that torn between those two things? I don't know. The same kid who then thought appropriate punishment to a bunch of bullies would be to juggle them. Yes. So then he juggled some some uh, street thugs. Who the, had he juggled who had slapped the, Jenny? He juggled the sweetest crippled boy you've <laughs> ever seen. And then, like a big heroic superhero, ran away from the police. Fade in. Cut to the roof of the building Captain Marvel pointed to. He opens the staircase door that leads out, looks around to see if it's safe gestures for Jenny. They go to the edge of the roof, look down. Cut to the street. The stolen video equipment is being hauled away. The sweet crippled kid and the other two are getting into a police wagon. They brought a paddy wagon because some kids were getting juggled. Cut to Captain Marvel and Jenny. He mimes holding a microphone. Calling all cars, be on the lookout for an idiot in a red suit. You don't think you're being just a little hard on yourself? Hello, this was my first real case, and I end up wanted for questioning. Come on, big guy. (laughs) Is that like questioning is a crime? (laughs) You were great. Starts for the door. Let's hit the train. I need some air. Cut to the two of them, as suddenly he swoops her into his arms. Oh, God. She shrieks in surprise. I'm not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) That was Josh, just so everyone gets the same mental image I just had to sit through. <laughs> ah! uh, <clears throat> then they're gone, rocketing up, straight up, right up into the clouds. And as we watch them from down here, it's pretty magical. In a moment, the clouds have swallowed them up. Now, cut to the Savannah family in the kitchen of their home. A beautiful afternoon. Not quite like the Ozzy and, not quite like Ozzy and Harriet though. Magnificus is at the, his power, <laughs> power lifting and dropping, the floor shaking, the TV blasting violently as usual. Beautia is working hard, cleaning and scrubbing everything in sight. <laughs> like fuck. a woman what the should. Fuck? I hope Savannah comes in and goes, Good job cleaning the house, Magnificus. Thanks, Dad. (laughs) Savannah himself is finishing taping something to the wall that we can't see. Ah, home. Wait, is he, is he like better now? 
He should always have that voice. Okay. But German. Okay. <laughs> Can I do that? <laughs> no, I can't do that. Oh, no. Turns to face his children. Joshua lost his place because he uses an Android tablet for some reason. Weeb. <laughs> what page is it? 70. 72. Wow. We are getting deep into this. The suspense. That's why we have this music. <laughs> is for the suspense of Josh. You're, we're really putting you on the spot. It's we're okay. not saying anything. We're just letting you do this. I'm going to do it from the top. <clears throat> ah, home. Turns to face his children. I missed this. Now he snaps his fingers at Beautia, points to a corner of the room. And you missed a spot. <laughs> what a piece of shit. <laughs> Moving quickly to where, he, to where he pointed. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> she starts to clean. Savannah moves away from the wall, and, you know, I think this is a, a grim peek into the Goldman household. Yeah, I no. hope that's not true. Oh, yeah, totally. I Yes. He's, <laughs> yeah. like, writing from his personal experience. Oh, yeah, for sure. You should Google and find out if he had a sister. I hope she says as you wish. Savannah moves away from the wall. And we can see that he has taped up what he has taped up. He only are, had a brother. Our photographs of. Yeah, what about a wife? He did. Divorced. And we can see that what he has taped up are photographs of middle aged billionaires. <laughs> now, I'm sorry. How do, we, how do we know they're billionaires? Because they're labeled middle aged billionaires. They're sitting on Teslas. Oh, actually, it says that. We know this from the numbers he has scrawled across their faces. Two billion, five billion, ten billion. There are not dollar signs there, though. So let me just say, those could be the number of people these guys killed or something. One of the men pictured is familiar. Mr. Gates. Not Bill Gates. Augustus Gates. You know, of the famous... Orphanage. Orphanage chain. <laughs> He has the chain of orphanages. Don't forget that. We're going to be rich, Dad? Just a little nest egg to get us going. Gesturing around. And maybe the house could use a little sprucing up. Sivana has taken down some of Magnificus's strength powders. Begins making a mixture. A paste, even. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to Beautia, scrubbing away at the corner of the room her father pointed to when suddenly she screams. <laughs> you give it your best scream. I know Kelly won't do it, so I have the Wilhelm. Uh, a giant black bug has scurried into view, runs up her arm. She slaps hysterically at it. This is a woman who carried the uncovered corpse of her father into the house and she's freaking out over a bug. I mean, she was expecting the corpse. This was like snuck up on her. More of this element of surprise. Kelly, you do far too much defending of Beautia. <laughs> I'm just, someone has to. <laughs> I'm I'm actually defending her also. I'm saying it's ridiculous that it's she's screaming unlikely, about a bug. Unlikely she would be that face. I feel like she's more of a badass than this. Even badasses have their one fear. Maybe hers is bugs. You know what she reminds me of? 
Uh, Melanie Linsky's character in Ever After. She's going to turn out to be like a cold badass. I hope so. I'm just here for the food. Fuck you. Uh, and by the way, when you think of a badass woman, everyone thinks of Melanie Linsky's character from Ever After, right? That's Yeah, the top of my list. I didn't see that either. Where were you in 1999? Not watching chick flicks? Playing EverQuest. No way was that 99. I was playing EverQuest. It was 1999. 98. 98, actually. Really? Yeah. I just watched it last weekend with wow. my wife. Wow. I thought it was way earlier than that. Um, she slaps hysterically at it. Cut to Savannah, angry, running to her. You leave Daryl alone. To the bug. One hand out. And you come here right now. And I mean it. The bug jumps immediately into Savannah's hand, which he shoves into his pants pocket. (laughs) Cut to Beautia, still shaking. Shaken, but trying so hard for control. When she has it, she stares at the billionaires. And we realize this. She is profoundly sad. If it took you this long to realize that she is sad, you are a raging psychopath. She was sad from the first time that, you know. True. Magnificence, however, not so sad. (laughs) So long as he's lifting, bro. (laughs) Yeah, I I love that you're reading him as a bro. (laughs) Because we're changing his casting. He is no longer Army Hammer. No. Now he's straight Jason Momoa. (laughs) But blonde. But blonde, Yeah. yeah. Why can't I ever please you? If you ever do, I'll be right there with a compliment. I brought you back from the dead. Doesn't that count for anything? And how long did it take you? Day and a half, maybe? Straight? No sleep? Cut to Savannah, glaring at his daughter. I mean, yeah, glare at her a day and a half to (laughs) raise the dead? The fuck are you doing, bitch? Stupid. I detest bragging. If you had started with my toes, it wouldn't have taken you ten minutes. <laughs> Cut to Beautia, the sadness of a lost child now. All I remember growing up is you and your plans. Conquer the Riviera today, freeze the White House tomorrow. And they never worked out. And then you'd get caught, and then we'd be alone again. And now, gathering all her courage, she crosses the room to her father. Plaintively. Do you know how much I missed you? Why? I don't care about money. But why can't we be a family for a while? Cut to Savannah, and he can't help it. He's touched. I don't know what you mean. Be a family. We could start by visiting places together. Talking about it after. Seeing what we liked and what we didn't. And now he's starting to get with it. Share experiences with each other. You mean? Yeah. Have backyard barbecues if we wanted. Yes, yes. We could even meet the neighbors. Invite them over if they seemed nice. Maybe. Don't laugh. Maybe even have dancing if we felt in the mood. I've never danced with you, Daddy. Not once. Not in my whole life. Cut to Savannah, considering what she's said, as he finishes mixing the strength powders, hands it to Magnificus. Cut to 
Magnificus, who immediately chugs it down. Different and delicious. You're the best. <laughs> Cut to Savannah, close up. As a terrifying look hits his face, and he reaches into his pocket, pulls out a black bug, plays with it throughout the following. You shame me. This is to Butia. Conquering the Riever, bleh, conquering the Riviera was swell. If the weather hadn't turned bad, advancing on her, I admit not all my notions are winners. I hadn't studied refrigeration enough to freeze the White House. But if that baby had worked, the history books would have put me in capital letters. Cut to Butia, cowering, retreating. You don't know me at all. Death is nothing. I can always come back. Pain is nothing. I can always think it away. Cut to Savannah bending over her. I want to be remembered, Butia. I want the world to realize there was never a genius like mine. There was Da Vinci and there was Newton. But towering over them all will be Thaddeus Bodog Savannah. Bodog? Bodog. Can I just stop you Bodog? <laughs> Bro-dog. Bro-dog. <laughs> Magnificus bro-dog, Savannah. That's, uh, it sounds like it should be in quotation marks. I'm changing my Reddit handle. <laughs> As he whirls, slams out of the house. Cut to Magnificus hurrying after him. They stop by a large oak tree. That was great in there. Oh, man. Savannah. It's oh, I'm back. Have pity on your sister. She's a woman, and she can't help being second rate. <laughs> I can't even comment on this. Like, holy shit. I mean, that's, that's totally true, right? Yeah. That's, he goes to Vegas and fair. pays hookers to let him shit on them. <laughs> what the fuck is this guy's problem? Like, He's now, like, how do we make a convincing villain? How did he write? We make him hate women. In, how in, did he write Princess Bride? Like, In, yeah. in Bill's defense... This is the bad guy. Okay. Also, Buttercup. Let's talk about Buttercup's character now. Okay, okay, okay. You're right. I mean, she was a woman. She couldn't save herself from marriage. Yeah, marriage. <laughs> yeah, she really wasn't in a lot of danger, was she? I mean, like, I, come and save me from this marriage. This man that I don't want to sleep with? She that's danger. She could have knifed that motherfucker. Yeah, instead she was going to off herself. Yeah. Now, you know who did rescue herself? Danielle Dubobarak in Ever After. True. She she did great things. I'm going to have to watch this movie. The you prince shows really up to save her, and she walks on out with a sword in her hand. Oh, yeah, I handled that, I dude. got it. Thanks. And had really sweet butterfly wings at the ball, so... Yeah. Made by... Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah. So. Okay, you sold me. But he's no Thaddeus Bodog Savannah. <laughs> Thaddeus <laughs> Bodog Savannah. Angelica Houston's in it. He sounds awesome. like he's about to drop a rap album. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> okay. Oh, yeah. Women are second rate. Okay. Yeah, that's obviously. that's where we left off. That's an, That's an easy spot to remember. I think about that all day, every day. Cut to Savannah as he puts his arm around his son, points to the oak tree. A favor. Get rid of that. You mean chop it down? <laughs> no, child. I mean 
Throw it down. Cut to the tree as Magnificus approaches. Dubiously, he looks back at his father. Lift it, then throw it. Cut to Magnificus as he bends to the task. And he lifts the tree clean out of the ground. Then he hurls it 50 yards away. Foreshadowing. <laughs> Cut to Beautia, watching from the kitchen as the tree crashes back to earth. Oh boy. Cut to Sivana and Magnificus smiling at each other. I came up with that strength formula for you in prison. What do you think I've been doing for 10 years? Making plans. And this was the first. I have a one-man army to protect me. This time, nothing can stand in my way. My son is now the world's strongest man. And from the happy father and son, cut to the skies. And here come Captain Marvel and Jenny. Zooming along. She is in his arms and having the time of her very young life. Yes, remember, 15. Bill, as we continue on, that you just described her as very young. We can't forget that. No. This is so great. Looks at him. If you start getting tired, tell me. I don't think I get tired. <laughs> Damn. What? I wish the wizard had given me an instruction manual about this, so I knew more what to expect. Cut to a cloud bank up ahead. It's, that's where you deposit your clouds into, the, until the, you- The cloud, the cloud coins. Yeah, and you get your, you get your, uh, your, your loan from the, your, of clouds. When you need to borrow clouds, you go to the cloud bank. I'm here all night, everybody. <laughs> That's it. That's the podcast. He started He started a new <laughs> cryptocurrency called Cloud Bank. Without warning, the captain changes direction and Jenny's head just rips off her head <laughs> or off her body. Her sexy dead body tumbles. <laughs> her sexy dead 15-year-old body. And then he just types, oh. <laughs> Jesus. Cut to Jenny, surprised by what he just did. But then she stare, she stares around, just gasps. <gasps> it's so beautiful flying through the clouds. Any, I think anyone that's been on a plane knows it's, it's just white. Uh, I think it can be pretty. It, it, yeah, it just depends on what kind of clouds they are. Yeah. I guess. They're big and like fluffy. These are bank like. clouds. What? What is that? Cumulonimbus. <laughs> You'll get the hang of it. Remember how whipped you were when you started subtraction? You know, because you're 11. <laughs> you know how flying at supersonic, supersonic speeds through the stratosphere is just like learning subtraction, right? I don't know. For Captain Marvel, it might be. Meh. The clouds are growing thicker now. Sun streaking beautifully in around them. Jenny... What I've done so far, it's kid stuff. And evil's a big deal. And what if I screw up on something important? What if I say Shazam and nothing happens? Oh no. 
but the word is spoken and something very much happens. Oh no. Many somethings in fact. The dark cloud, the lightning bursts through, the deafening thunder that happens first. I'm always going to hit it right when I say Shazam, even though I know the direction They're going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. And Captain Marvel is gone, and Billy is back, and Jenny, terrified, is starting to fall through space. This is where we find out that he has to wait 15 minutes between, between, <laughs> between transformations. And the script's over. Uh, and Jenny, terrified, is starting to fall through space. So is Billy. And stunned, she reaches out for him. He's above her. Her handle, her hands claw the air. Her hands hit his throat. He gags. Oh, good job, Jenny. Punch him in the throat. And then as we watch, this terrible thing happens. Jenny Ritchie is falling through the clouds to her death. Her last name is Ritchie? Surprise. Is she Nicole Ritchie's sister? Nicole Ritchie was adopted, so it would make sense. From the Gates Orphanage. <laughs> Cut to Jenny spinning, one hopeful look up toward Billy, but then she is dropped out of the clouds and cut to Billy gasping, his hands at his throat, trying to get his mouth open, trying to speak, but the air rushes in and no sound comes out, and he is falling through the clouds, helpless, and cut to Jenny, leaving the clouds, and here's the shocker. Here's what you couldn't have known a moment before when the two of them were in conversation. You could not have known how low they were. But now you can see it on her beautiful face. Is this the time to mention that she's beautiful? Yeah, her beautiful, falling, sexy body. <laughs> when she's plummeting to her death. Nothing sexier like, than a plummeting. Her beautiful face smacks into the sidewalk. Well, yeah, it's the last time we can comment that it's her beautiful. Her sexy body exploding <laughs> in a shower of gore. Sexy gore. The most beautiful gore you've ever seen. You're appealing to the wrong demographic right now, Sean. <laughs> um, her, once, her once beautiful face, more accurately, because from Jenny's terrified stare, cut to the ground, and it is rocketing up at her. Cut to Jenny. And there's no question about it now. This is it. She's about to die. And cut to the ground again. Closer, sure, but a, a lot closer. A lot sooner than you would have thought possible. But there's something else. Something a lot worse than she can make out now. The ground below is made up of rocks. Oh, I'm sorry. Were we to assume that the ground below was made up of marshmallows or some other... Yeah. Soft. It, the cloud bank. It's <laughs> ground. It doesn't matter if it's dirt or rocks. She's falling from a cloud. At that point, dirt is just tiny rocks. What kind of rocks are they, Sean? They're cumulus rocks. <laughs> Igneous rocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Jagged and deadly. Yeah. <laughs> from that height. Yes, they're deadly. Yes. She has eagle vision to see the jaggedness of them. <laughs> Cut to Jenny 
and it all hits home. She's not just going to die, she's going to be shattered. You wouldn't feel it. No. Still, really, I think... I don't think she'd shatter either. She'd just be shredded. I Now, I've never been in this situation, plummeting to your death from the sky, but I'm going to guess the death is still utmost on your mind. You're not really thinking like, oh, and my body's going to be in tatters after I'm dead. What? You don't... No, right? Like, wow, I'm really going to need a shower later. <laughs> I don't know. People talk about time slowing down. Maybe she's got time to process. There have been people that have fallen out of planes and lived, too. Yeah, true. But my question here, do you really care what the state of your body is going to be after you're dead? You're dead. True. Unless you're Savannah. Bum, bum, bum. (laughs) (laughs) You guys don't even need me. (laughs) Cut to... The rocky ground flying up toward us and cut to Jenny. And she hasn't got much time now. Seconds, a few, not many. Depending on how long I take to write this, (laughs) it seems like she could have a good 60 or 70 years left. (laughs) And with a final look up toward the clouds, she takes a last breath, tries to die as well as she can, considering she's all of 15 and... Cut to the clouds, and yes, yes, damn it, because there's a lightning flash up above and a roar of thunder, and here he comes, Captain Marvel himself, down through the clouds, and cut to Jenny, maybe a foot from the rocks, maybe even less. Six inches. Physics break. She's a terminal velocity. She's a foot from the ground. She'd She's be, dead. There's she, nothing he's doing he would, that's making her not dead. He would grab her, and she would just turn into jelly and rip through his fingers. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, oh, but don't worry. We've got, like, two more pages of script to tell us just how she isn't. She needs some time to slow, and a foot from the ground, that's not happening. No. Nah. But... But we saw how he did with that baseball. And the rock before that. And this is a comic book movie, so... Basic physics don't matter. Cut to Captain Marvel. Close up. And now this terrible look hits his handsome face. Why do we need to know in this moment that he's handsome? Because it's a close up. It's a strong jawline. I am so (laughs) baffled by this. He doesn't even have to. As jagged as those rocks. (laughs) (laughs) The hair's on point. And now this terrible look hits his handsome face. Pain and despair. And worse, failure. Because as he looks down, he realizes the truth. Jenny is now a puddle. (laughs) I want to I want to be the director interacting with the actor and watching the actor having to try to do all of this in the tiny amount of time shred of minutes yeah yeah. pain and despair and worse failure on his terrible looking handsome face they they, like that (laughs) they hired John Woo just so they can have lots of slow-mo to sell all this and even you know let's throw in a dove flying across (laughs) while it's happening we got this also when was the last time John Woo directed a movie anybody I don't know. 
I haven't seen John Woo's name on a movie since like Face Off. Gonna Great TV face show. Off. Let's see. Uh, because as he looks down, he realizes the truth. He cannot fly to rescue her in time. Cut to Jenny and Freeze. She is maybe all of six inches above the rocks. The Crossing and The Crossing Part 2? What year were those? 2014, 2015. Also Manhunt in 2017. Sound like John Manhunt, the TV series? No. Hmm. Cut to Jenny again. And Freeze. Two inches. Cut to Jenny and Freeze again. And this is it. This is the horror about to begin. I I know that he's not, but I really, like, part of my brain is like, is he ballsy enough to give him a Gwen Stacy moment right now? Mm. That would have been epic. Yeah. Well, if only he had had the S for Saturn, and then he could have just stopped time. Yeah, but no, he's got Solomon. He's so, got fucking Solomon. So he's got some wisdom that he doesn't even use to play chess because no. he uses Mercury powers for that. Yeah. If only. Also, he wasn't using that wisdom of Solomon when he said Shazam up in the sky either. No. Classic Billy. And this is, this is it. This is the horror about to begin because the rocks are now touching her perfect skin. You can see the mark already there on her perfect skin. It's making me uncomfortable. A red mark. A red mark that will soon be replaced by blood. Cut to Jenny and freeze. The same as before. The sharp rocks have touched her skin. The red mark is as before. No, a little bigger now. A little deeper red. Are you talking to the makeup person yeah. while you're writing this? I don't understand what's happening. Cut to Jenny. Freeze. The same as before. The red mark is as before. I'm not rereading this. It's written again, I promise you. Oh, this is really fucking No, bad. even a little bigger than before. But you know that this is it. You know blood is going to pour. You should read it like the baseball announcer again. <laughs> Cut to Jenny. Freeze. Exactly the same frozen moment as before. Well, maybe not exactly. Almost the same frozen moment would have been more accurate. Because now as we stare, we see something that wasn't there the last time. A tiny bit of space is now visible between the sharp rocks and Jenny's perfect skin. Cut to Jenny. Freeze. And then Ashton Kutcher jumps out and goes, You got punked! <laughs> there is definitely a bit of space between the rocks and her skin. Or maybe, oh, maybe a 32nd of an inch. It says, oh, maybe. Hold. Now a 16th of an inch of space. Now a quarter inch. Now a half. Now I'm going to murder you. No question. Jenny Ritchie is rising, rising through the air, and we realize that cut to Captain Marvel above her, a look of total determination on his face as he continues to inhale, as he continues to bring her away from danger, away from the rocks. What power is this? The super inhalation. Super sucking. From which of these 
Zeus? Because God of the heavens? No, I don't no. understand. No, super sucking <laughs> is the power that William Goldman has, apparently, <laughs> that he has bestowed on Billy Batson. <laughs> oh, my God. Cut to Captain Marvel, close up, a mighty effort, inhaling her up into the air to him. But he won't stop. Nothing will make him stop. Cut to Jenny. Ugh. Away from the rocks now. Far enough away for the captain to swoop down, hold her in his arms. And as they float down gently to the ground, he shazams again, and we cut to our two kids holding each other, trying to hold together. But there is no question that they are both more shaken than they have ever been. I almost killed you. I'm gonna be fine. But I almost killed you. Cut to Billy, close up, shattered. Hold for a moment, then cut to the wizard, seated beneath the giant marble slab as before. Everything is as it was before, except the string is unraveling much faster now. Almost nothing left of it. I've been expecting you. Pull back to reveal Captain Marvel flying in, obviously upset. I don't mean to seem ungrateful, but what if I turn out to be the world's first failure superhero? I'm, I'm thinking maybe it would be best if I turned in my cape right now. It's all been bad then. No, no, the juggling those guys was great, and I loved the chess, and you should have seen my baseball throw. Pointing to his hysterama. I did. Could I speak to Billy, please? You mean El Twerpo? Shazam! Cut to Billy after the thunder and lightning, looking up at the old man. I almost didn't come today. You thought I'd be disappointed in you. Billy, I have absolutely no complaints with your progress so far. Considering your, your youth and lack of experiences. And of course, not all the gods have joined you yet. They haven't? Well, where are they? What are they waiting for? Zeus has to feel needed. By the ladies. Hey. <laughs> well, I need him. What can I tell you? He's been the ruler of the gods for so long. He has to feel like he's in charge. And Solomon's worst always last. He's so smart. He has to weigh all the pros and cons. But I promise, they will join up. So, throughout all this, he's not had Solomon or Zeus, which means the sucking power came from Hercules, Atlas, Mercury, or... Who's Maybe the, it's Billy's well, secret so, power. <laughs> who's the other A? So, right now, he's just yelling, Ha-am! <laughs> <laughs> who's the other A? Uh, Atlas and Achilles. Achilles, yeah. I think. Yeah, Achilles kind of sucks. <laughs> I mean, yeah, with the ankle yeah, thing. The ankle thing. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant because of Patroclus. 
Because of what? Patroclus, his lover in oh. the Iliad. Oh, yeah, no. Patroclus? Like, yes, yeah. of course we were thinking of the I, Iliad. Yeah, yeah. You know, where Achilles is written. No, all right. We'll we, just were, we weren't thinking of Brad Pitt at She's all. She's like <laughs> a walking, talking Google. <laughs> oh, oh. A redhead Google. Our girl's <laughs> wicked smart. She's wicked smart. You take it, she'll tell you, she'll be like, she runs the donut shop. Uh. Mm, where the fuck were we? That's a huge plus. That's a huge plus, but you've got to understand. I haven't even figured out what evil is yet. It's the dumbest line in this whole movie so far. How? What does it take to figure out what evil is? He's 11. He's old enough. It didn't to, come up on Google. He's old enough to know what evil is. He lives in a fucking orphanage. Yeah. Like. He just watched somebody slap a 15-year-old girl. Appar I mean, apparently, he is the most mediocre of children. He is a walking sea average. Cut to the wizard, close up. Evil is the enemy of decency. Evil glories in causing pain. So now he's got to go look up decency. <laughs> Cut to the two of them. You will learn all this. It just takes a little time. I want you to do me this favor. Keep your cape for now. But what if the next guy is stronger than me? What if the next guy is better than me? What if I lose? You are going to be the greatest Captain Marvel ever. If you just manage to live through your own on-the-job training. Now promise me, you'll try and enjoy it more. Billy nods. Then we're still in business? Cut two. Billy, as he nods again. Table Reads will return after this brief word from our sponsors. What's up, docs and docettes? Trevor Thompson, the self-appointed Looney Tunes critic here, and if you like old cartoons and watching online oh. reviewers dissect them, then you probably said the same thing I did about two years ago. Hey, what the fuck? Here, watch your language, you bud. We're on the air. No, I said, why the heck isn't there a Looney Tunes critic? I mean, nobody's devoted strictly to Looney Tunes Mary Melodies, and whenever people do review that stuff, half the time they get it wrong. And they're all millennials, too, so everything before 1985 is racist. Ugh. Well, I'm the guy you want anyway. Every Saturday morning, I do a brand new commentary of a Warner Brothers short. All throughout the month, I do video essays examining the history of these cartoons. And every few months, I do a full-length review and or interviews with people who worked on Looney Tunes projects. Catch my videos on YouTube.com slash Ferris Wheelhouse 2, or just use the hashtag Looney Tunes Critic. And now, here's Eric Bowser, the new voice of Bugs Bunny, to bring this commercial home. You've been listening to Trevor Thompson, the self-appointed Looney Tunes Critic. Ain't he a stinker? Lights, camera, action. So the movie's kaput, which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel. Now, back to table reads. So, I feel like Jenny falling to her near death took just as long as the baseball. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. Yeah, it was at least four pages of script. 
cutting. That was the most tedious thing. I would rather Jenny be following than the baseball, though. I would. Yeah, I was more engaged. Yeah, I was a little. They were bit shorter more sentences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't those big paragraphs? Yeah, like, of the batter. Yeah, the, the batter. <laughs> it was still a really, really long time to tell us how fast something was happening. That's literally yeah. what was happening. Like this is happening so fast. Here, let me spend five minutes telling you that. Sure. Yeah. Well, True. I. I feel like maybe this was at the point where he was just like, I do not give a shit anymore. I think no matter he was what just I like, put on these pages, as long as the first page says William Goldman on it, I'm solid. I wonder if he's paid by the page or he had to like turn in 20 pages. So he just stretched it out as long as possible. It's actually a good question. Yeah. It might have been. Yeah. If I, he had like due dates for how many he owed. I read through the WGA like, like payment guidelines and... I don't think there's anything about like number of pages for a script. I think there's uh for revisions there's some some page counts. Yeah. Because Damn, I tried. it's not a per word or anything like that. No. Like a like a reporter. No, this is just how he writes. And the sucking thing. What the Okay. Fade in. Cut to Mr. Gates at the orphanage, leading Billy into an empty classroom. We both know how important this examination is. Please tell me you've been studying extra hard. I have to. Not exactly a whiz at grammar. Puts a large exam on desk as Billy sits. Luck to you. Okay, we just talked about how incredibly verbose he is about stuff. And now he's just throwing articles away. Yeah. Puts a large exam on desk as Billy sits. And then he says, luck to you. Luck yeah. to you. Who the fuck says that? Instead I, of good luck to you, luck to you. Yeah. But luck see, you? you say good luck because bad luck is a thing. <laughs> well, Gates is It sounds like presume. Mr. Gates is like Irish. Luck to you. <laughs> luck to you. <laughs> There's your new voice for him. <laughs> we both know how important this examination is, Billy. Please tell me you've been studying extra hard. <laughs> yeah, he's luck not. to you. Luck to you. I won't say good luck because I won't make your own luck. I won't say good luck. If you don't do him Irish from now on, I'm gonna be so. Mister Gates, uh, you'll be cockney. We both know how important this examination is. Please tell me you've been studying extra hard. And I, I have to say, your Irish accent is as good as my Donald Trump. <laughs> I I can listen to it and get it, but like off the cuff, it's it's not it's not the best. Billy, as he's oh wait, oh yeah, I did miss a cut too. Sorry, cut (laughs) two. Billy, as he sits, makes a smile, (laughs) as opposed to smiles. (laughs) He manufactures it at the Billy Batson Smile Factory. Okay, okay. hold on. At the orphanage chain. (laughs) So, while we were on the commercial break, William Goldman had a stroke. Can we, can we agree? Yeah, that's starting As to feel that says, way. Billy makes uh, a smile. <laughs> Mr. Gates leaves. Billy's alone. With a possessive S. Cut to the exam. As Billy peeks at the opening questions. No fair. He looks at the next page. It's worse. Cut to 
the clock on the wall as Billy stares at it. Cut to Billy, deep breath, opening the exam, starting to work. Cut to the clock on the wall, half an hour later. Finishing up? Just a couple more minutes, okay? Mr. Gates nods, leaves. Cut to the exam, close up, mostly unanswered. Cut to Billy, close up, in agony. You know, it sounds like he could use, I don't know, the wisdom of Solomon at this point, maybe? Too bad he's last. <laughs> <laughs> Zeus feels like he's needed. Shazam! He turns into a golden bull and fucks everything in the room. Yes, that's... Yeah, that seems, <laughs> sounds appropriate. He turns yeah. into a golden bull and fucks the test. <laughs> <laughs> Finishing up... <laughs> Billy, close up, in agony. What to do? What to do? I actually Finally, I feel his pain in this moment, being 11, failing a test. When you have the, the assets of six or four gods at your disposal. To be fair, Achilles is not a god. But well, neither is Hercules. Quiet down, Google lady. <laughs> Hercules is a demigod. Demi. Achilles is like a lesser demigod. His mom was like a nymph. A quarter god. That is, yeah. Yeah, like Kobe Bryant. Solomon not a god at all? No, true. But also not present. Yes. But I guess... Atlas was a titan. He really only has one god here, and that's Mercury. Mm. Well, Zeus, mm. yeah. the godliness... He Zeus, Zeus isn't yet. present, though. Like. No, but when he gets Zeus, the yeah. godliness of Zeus makes up for the sub-godliness of all the other... <laughs> Of, of this baby pantheon. You just made our tagline godiness. <laughs> and sub-godiness. You, you just made a new word for the year. Perfect. Godiness. Somebody call Webster's. I love it. It's <laughs> fantastic. That, can you tweet that immediately? <laughs> <laughs> how, about, how about when we post this? In like <laughs> seven weeks. <laughs> Close to godiness. <laughs> <laughs> Billiness is close to godliness. Um, where the fuck am I? Finally, he does it. Oh yeah, finally he does it. Well, he said to enjoy myself more. Whispered so soft you almost can't hear. Shh. Is there no more thunder and lightning? Cut to like Captain Marvel. Oh, it doesn't say it this time. Cut to Captain Marvel, or rather what could be the ghost of Captain Marvel hovering alongside Billy. So is he only as present or powerful as loud as Billy yells? I, yeah, obviously. Uh, it's a legit observation. Like, yeah, this is weird. Yeah. Or maybe it's an unjust usage of the power. So maybe he's gonna be like, nah, dude, I'm not here <laughs> to help you cheat on a test. <laughs> I will, but I am. I will help you get into a theater and jerk it. <laughs> but you could totally juggle, juggle those nerds. <laughs> Cut to the exam as the answers appear almost miraculously. So much for that theory. Hold as more and more of the answers are filled and cut to exam reports on a wall. Billy got 100. So he went back and changed all the wrong oh, answers the wrong that he answers. already filled in. Cut to a bunch of kids at the orphanage checking the results. <laughs> These are the results 
that determine if they get to have families. <laughs> <laughs> what is this test? I mean, they, we already said it was grammar. Oh yeah. 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 Well, all these kids are real anxious. <laughs> and he said it was so important. What is so important about a grammar test? Aren't all tests so important? All teachers. Think I mean, when you're eleven, test. all yeah. tests are important. No, it was Mr. Gates talking about how important it was. It's whether like, I, I it's whether or not it's whether or not he can open another franchise orphanage. <laughs> Wait a second. Can, so I also need to point out that while he was sitting down to the grammar test, the grammar test. That's when the writer, the professional writer, dropped while all writing his articles. A scene, for a grammar test was dropping articles and saying, Billy makes a smile. Luck to ya. <laughs> what the fuck? Ugh. A bunch of kids at the orphanage checking the results. Like, like they're trying to find out if they got into college or something. Jenny and Billy among them. Jenny looks at the score, then at Billy. Perfect in grammar? Tell me you didn't. Don't know what you're talking about. As he walks away, cut to a corridor in the orphanage. Here comes Mr. Gates, moving quickly. A different look on his face. This is this is the moment. This is my moment. Like where where Dumbledore asks Harry if he put his name in the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> <laughs> but book version or movie version? Two very different versions. I need to reread the books. I haven't read that book since the day it came out. Oh, no. Books, it's specified that he asks calmly. The movie's very much ignored. Oh, <laughs> that word. So, movie version. <laughs> Harry Potter! Did you fucking do this? Did, did, did you... F tell me you fucking didn't. It doesn't say what kind of look he has on his face. True. Yeah, it just... It, he just changes his Gates mask. He made a sad face. A smile. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it meant earlier. Billy was physically making him a smile with like an <laughs> arc welder and shit. Uh, a different look on his face. He is accompanied by a muscular chauffeur. Muscular chauffeur. <laughs> who stays right next to Mr. Gates. They reach the front door of the orphanage. Go outside as we pull back to reveal... Billy and Jenny reading comics on the front steps of the Shire. Cut to Mr. Gates and the powerful chauffeur moving quickly past. As remember, Mr. Gates is a billionaire. And Irish. As Mr. Gates slows. We are late, sir. That's the muscular chauffeur. <laughs> that's that's Joshua's muscular voice. Muscu uh, muscular muscular you know voice. If he's muscular. <clears throat> can can this chauffeur be played by Arnold Schwarzenegger? We are late, sir. <laughs> we are late, sir. Oh, perfect. That's that better. was great. You were not allowed outside of this orphan. No, he's Irish. He's Irish. We <laughs> decided. Committed. We took a vote, and he is Irish. <clears throat> you are not allowed. <laughs> you are not allowed. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Edit that out. Faith and Begura. <laughs> Faith and Begura. You're not allowed outside at this orphanage reading that kind of material. You're both new here. Both rules are rules. Are they new? Aren't they his favorites? They are. <laughs> what is going... Maybe this is... No, Billy is also totally confused. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he said that these two have been there longer than any of the other yeah. kids. 
Yeah. He specifically said that in this script. In episode three, I believe. Two. Two. In episode two of this script. Yeah. Um, totally confused. They rise. Start inside. Yes, sir. Just before the door closes, he glances back. Cut to Mr. Gates, and you can see a look on his face. Maybe what the look says is this. Help me. It might be noted here that the muscular chauffeur <laughs> is Magnificus <laughs> Sivana. Oh. Bro. Okay, Bill, let me tell you how movies work. Oh. We saw him. We, we know, know what he looks is. like. Gasp. This isn't how you do a reveal. I mean, we wouldn't have had him read as Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> if we were watching the movie. We could just read him that way from now on, though. I like I like bro magnificus. Yeah. Bro magnificus. I like I like bro <laughs> bronificus. Bronificus. Bro bag. As he leads Mr. Gates away, cut to Billy and Jenny inside now, antheming it up. Still not right. Um, I don't get it. Why did he say we were new here? They look at each other, totally confused, and cut to an unusual sight. Three men are bound in chairs, arms tied behind them, eyes covered. That's an unusual sight? I don't know that that's how I would describe that. Not in William's kitchen. Like, you walk, <laughs> you walk into the room and, like, three men are, like, tied up like hostages. Oh, well, that's an unusual sight. Okay. No, well, that's, that's not even that's Tuesday. That's weird. Yeah. You guys, uh, yeah, you really, guys, you don't see that every day. Uh, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I wonder if there's any Cocoa Puffs left. These are the same three men we saw in Savannah's kitchen. Did we see men in the kitchen? Mm, oh, no. oh, the the Good. pictures. Oh yeah, the, the billionaire pictures. Okay, Kelly, Google. Did we see pick people in Savannah's kitchen? <laughs> we saw pictures, pictures of people. <laughs> Oldest billionaires. I was really confused by that too. I was like, did they have house guests? Where was the house guest scene? They were spotting Magnificus. <laughs> These are billionaires. So takes so, three. <laughs> so he's like, we'll get the billionaires and we'll just take them from one mansion to the next. We'll put them in this box and we'll mail that box to me. And that <laughs> box gets here. I want to see this movie. Crush it with a hammer. <laughs> with the same numbers. Two, five, ten. I guess written on their faces. <laughs> the three are middle-aged, distinguished-looking. The one with the ten on his chest is Mr. Gates. Okay, so he's the richest of these billionaires. Ten billion dollars. Or the least rich. No, he has the ten written on him. Yeah. For ten billion dollars. Oh, oh, I just thought he was number ten. No, because the we knew that they were billionaires when they were on the wall because he had oh, written yeah. their worth. Two, five, and I 10, guess yeah. those orphans really bring in a lot of money. Yeah. That's... He's the richest for his successful orphanage business. Trafficking in orphans. Orphans? Orphans. Kelly, can you research the, the average... Uh, net income of an what's, orphanage what's the margin on selling and trading orphans also is that how orphanages work <laughs> it's like a poke it's like catching pokemon i mean unless unless you're you've got these kids there so you can sell their organs what's a love type 
It's super effective. I love you, Billy. Uh, it doesn't give me how much it makes. It gives me how much people who work at orphanages make and how much it costs per year per child. I'm going to guess between... What does Glassdoor.com tell us about 30, how much an orphanage worker makes? $30,000. Uh, 64845 That's the average? Mm -hmm. Wow. For, an or for orphanage worker job. <laughs> That's that's not bad. That's, and if you want to know how much people in your industry make, go to Glassdoor.com. <laughs> the new Glassdoor podcast. <laughs> Sean, Kelly, and Josh bringing you all the great facts off of the internet. This is the Job Knowing Podcast, where we know about jobs that may or may not exist. We Google the tough questions so you don't have to. <laughs> hey, everybody needs to know about how orphanages work. True. Well, they certainly don't make people 10 billionaires. <laughs> 10, billionaires. 10 billionaires. Uh, All three, it should be noted, are terrified. Now Savannah's voice is heard, going on very calmly, very reasonably. So calmly that Joshua has to stand up <laughs> so his diaphragm can work. I gotta open up the diaphragm, man. <clears throat> Thank you all so much for coming. The sound of his happy laughter. <laughs> <laughs> As everyone knows, I was born with more brains than anyone in history. <laughs> yes, as we all know. <laughs> oh, at least I have more brains than anyone. <laughs> I was born with more brains than anyone in history. And he says more brains. He like like the physical actual he brain. Says yeah. it in earnest. Like I've got six of them. I was born with six brains. Some I got one in my head, two in my brains. ass. <laughs> oh, this is his this is his Oh wait, no, it gets, oh, it better. gets better. Keep going. Better. Oh god. Not to mention a phenomenal amount of modesty. But alas, poor. <laughs> Pull back to reveal. We're in a lovely hotel suite high above the city. A terrace beckons outside. The French doors open. There is a room service tray, coffee, tea sandwiches. Savannah paces as he talks. Magnificus and beauty a watch in the background. Two hundred million, five hundred million, and most poetically, one billion. That is ten percent of what each of you is worth, and those are the gifts you will give to me. I think I'm more than fair, don't you agree? In exchange for your safe release. I mean, ten percent, like... He's not even going for all of it. I mean, he's, that's actually he's being fair. Pretty reasonable. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't want to kill him. He just wants their. He just wants nice hotel yeah. accommodations. That's so much to ask. He's got to have a place for all the bugs. Ten <laughs> percent. I mean, that's that's a better deal than Alexandria Ocasio Cortez would give them. <laughs> Yikes! Topical. <laughs> it's not going to be topical by the time we post this. We are recording way too far in advance. Yeah. Well. Oldest billionaire. You. Oh, no, it's a man. Do your best man voice. <laughs> <laughs> He's really old, so he could have like a, 
Oh, do it. It'll be awesome. It doesn't matter what it is. It's going to be great. How do we know you'll release us? I love it. You have my word, sir. And as the world knows, that is the purest gold. Are we in agreement then? Cut to Mr. Gates as quietly he begins to speak. I want to live very badly. I was an orphan when I became rich. <laughs> no, no. And when I became rich. And when I became rich. I was an orphan when I became rich. I, my, my, my shitty Android yeah. tablet's yeah, up on. on top of this. Hold on a second. Bruce Wayne was an orphan when he became rich. <laughs> <laughs> that happened at the same exact moment. At the same time, I learned how to read. <laughs> oh. I was an orphan when I became... <laughs> God damn it. I was an orphan. And when I became rich, I sold my business in order to begin my dream. To build the finest orphanages anywhere. <laughs> and I have. I have made my dream come true, and I am the happiest of men. And the most fortunate, sir. And not one cent will you ever get from me, and money, and any money I have will go to orphans, not monsters. What if Savannah's an orphan? That could just totally backfire. What if some of those orphans are monsters? (laughs) Orphans would never. I would tread carefully if I were you. Cut to Mr. Gates. Close up. A firm shake of the head. You do not frighten me, sir. And I would rather be dead than help you. Fair. I mean, if he dies, then his money goes to the orphans. Perceivably. Could go to his cat. We don't know about his personal life. He's got a... What's it called? A will. Yeah, he's got one of those. Because he's he's rich. Rich people, first thing they do, they go get a will, right? Estate planning. Got to plan your estate, laddie. Capital gains. I know rich words. Cut to Savannah. A sweet smile as he goes to the other two billionaires. Takes the bandages from their eyes. By the way, I'm sort of picturing him as the terror on The Tick, the new Tick series. Oh, (laughs) Oh, I haven't seen it. So good, Kelly, so good. They're scared, sure, but who wouldn't be? But their fear is about to skyrocket out of all control. I feel like he just records himself pitching shit to people in a room and uh, just writes it down. Because it's so conversational sometimes. They're scared, sure, but who wouldn't be? But their fear is about to skyrocket out of all control. Because Savannah has taken two large black bugs from his pockets. Puts them on the billionaire's faces. Makes a gesture to stay. The bugs remain exactly where Savannah put them. I think you'll be glad you witnessed this. Turns to his son. Magnificus. Mr. Gates would rather be dead. Make his dream come true. Cut to Magnificus. So powerful. <laughs> so powerful. He picks up Mr. Gates in his chair, flexes his muscles, and throws him through the open French doors and over the terrace. Where he falls from sight. R.I.P. Dead silence. Then... Me lucky charms. (laughs) (laughs) 
anything you want, take it. The second billionaire nods. Reason wins again. Wait, so his his plan was kill the guy with the most money. With the most <laughs> money, more than the other two put together. Uh. And get these things off us, please. Cut to you are the best old billionaire. <laughs> Cut to, yeah. I mean, I think Anna Nicole Smith is about to marry. You. <laughs> oh, jokes on her. Cut to the French doors and the terrace beyond. How many seconds since Mr. Gates died? Why any, the fuck are you asking us? Any other requests, gentlemen? As both rich men shake their heads, he puts the bugs. Back in his pockets. I feel like billionaires might not be phased by bugs. I mean, they've seen some shit, right? Like, they decide who lives and dies. Like, they move I mean, nations. Not, like, I don't... I don't doesn't maybe matter there are if they're billionaires. If you're a normal person and a crazy person that was a corpse yesterday still can't look great, right? Uh, ties you to a chair... And tells you they're going to extract billions of dollars from you, and then puts a bug on your face. I feel like that doesn't even register That's on what, like that, your day. Yeah, like you, you put a gun to my knee or something. Like cost me something. A bug on my face was a cockroach. Like it's not. Oh, you put a bug on my face. Here's a billion dollars. I mean, if a dude pulls a bug out of his pocket, puts it on my face, I'm going to assume he has weird things he plans what to do with that bug. You make a good point. <laughs> if he pulls it out of his pocket and he tells it to stay and the bug's and like, obeys. the bug's like, no problem, boss. Like, <laughs> I got bigger problems, I feel. And if, if you guys want to listen to Kelly's William Goldman Apologist podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It's called, yeah, she's 15, so what? You can find <laughs> it on iTunes. As you wish. <laughs> I'm 15. Do as you wish. The bugs are all right. Oh. <laughs> um. Cut to a shot from street level. Something is falling dead at camera. It's Mr. Gates still bound in the chair because he's not Harry Houdini. And he's streaking down toward the pavement as we cut to Captain Marvel flying in alongside. Sorry, mister, but you're breaking the speed limit. Cut to Mr. Gates, stunned and grateful beyond telling as Captain Marvel brings them both safely to Earth, starts to free him from his chair. Of course, you understand any words of mine. Thank you, I understand, but no time for talk. You alert the police. I have work to do. Mr. Gates is free now. Cut to Captain Marvel. And he is... I'm glad that he put that parenthetical there. Because otherwise it does sound like he just like put him there. And, and he's off. still tied up. And he's like, you call the police. Bye. <laughs> Cut to Captain Marvel. And he is off. Mr. Gates runs to a nearby policeman. Just standing there. Yeah. You know, just... Mr. Policeman, they just threw me off the French doors. <laughs> well, you know, the, the they put a bug on my face. <laughs> <laughs> the cop was probably just walking down the road going like, oh, a big beefy, boy. a big beefy man in a flying red suit came and saved me. <laughs> he was 
so handsome. <laughs> he was very handsome. He was the most his, beautiful man I've ever seen. His biceps are bulging. <laughs> if I was a 15-year-old girl, I'd be all over. <laughs> it's not a skin flick. <laughs> um, cut to the hotel suite. Magnificus paces. Beautia does what she can to make the bound billionaires more comfortable. Cleans oh, their shit. shoes. <laughs> Savannah is working on a stack of papers. This is totally legal, of course. <laughs> what is he telling? That's, that's why I've got you tied to these chairs. <laughs> Come off of their faces, bugs. <clears throat> this is totally legal, of course. I'm just marking the places where you'll need to sign. Police sirens are also heard. Wee woo, wee woo. Yeah, police Wait. sirens. I like that he cares enough to make sure that it's not forged signatures, but not enough to not kidnap them. Right. <laughs> we draw the line at forgery here in the Savannah family. Well, yeah. <laughs> Cut to Magnificus. Going to the terrace as the sirens grow louder. Sorry, I'm not doing that. He moves to the railing, oh, no. looks down. Cut to Magnificus, close up, stunned, crying out to Savannah. I need you. <laughs> Wildly upset. Is the <laughs> I need you. <laughs> Cut to Savannah, hurrying to the terrace as there is a knock on the door and a bellman enters carrying a large tray. Tea sandwiches. Where do you want them? I don't want them. Starting to get flustered. Just wait. Goes to the terrace. Something's wrong. <laughs> he should have gone splat, right? <laughs> He's been over by the window just listening for like 10 minutes. <laughs> How long does it take for him to land? <laughs> um, <clears throat> Cut to the street from high up. Clearly... No one has gone splat recently. <laughs> There's like an old stain down there, sure, but... Clearly uh. no one has gone splat recently. Hold. Now here comes this squadron of police cars, stopping at the hotel entrance. And as dozens of policemen hurry inside, cut to Savannah, worried now, going back into the suite, stops dead. Cut to the billionaires... The bellman is setting them free. Yeah, why would you let room service in when you got a bunch of billionaires duct taped to uh, chairs? Because he had sandwiches. Tons of hungry bugs. Fair, fair points all around. <laughs> I ten points to Gryffindor. <laughs> Magnificus, mag magnificus. <laughs> I'm laughing about bugs eating tea cakes. <laughs> like, like these are delicious little tea cakes. <laughs> Magnificus, stop him. Magnificus races to the bellman and with one powerful move does what he did to Mr. Gates, throws him through the French doors and over the terrace railing. The bellman falls from sight. Hold. Keep holding. Now the bellman is in view again, rising, rising through the air, Back to the Future 2? Yeah. DeLorean on the yeah. roof? Huh? Huh? Kelly hasn't seen Back to the Future, I bet. Uh, I have, of, I think. Out of time. That's the one where he tries to screw his mom, right? 
wow, it's like you rewrote Back to the Future <laughs> as the author of this script. <laughs> In one sentence. Wow. <laughs> Kelly, your uncertainty at having seen Back to the Future is the most shocking thing that has ever happened to me I in kind my 40 years on this earth. I kind of like it, though. I mean... Youth is no excuse in this case. No, that's fair. Uh, but that, am I right? That's our new album cover. Yes. Okay. You are right. Youth is no but excuse. also, I have a Blu-ray to loan you. Or, you know, use the internet. You're 26. Uh... Rising, rising through the air. Cut to Magnificus, and he cannot believe it. How can he do that? Sivana stares out, amazed. Cut to the reason for his amazement. Because now the bellman pales. He's, he used now the, the bellman peels. peels off his uniform. But peels like a bell, like bell yeah, peeling. Yeah, that's why it confused me. Because now the bellman peels off his uniform. It's Captain Marvel. And he's and he naked. Looks fabulous. Fade out. I, I think that um, <laughs> I think just ending on he looks fabulous. <laughs> Why? Why? That's your problem with this script? <laughs> I, I, why does he need to tell us at every opportunity how attractive everybody is? Just so we don't forget. It's for the casting director. I don't I don't see how any of that is relevant. I don't see how 90% of the script is relevant. I want to see how he peels off his uniform. Yeah. How did he peel this uniform off? Yeah, just... he did peel it. He didn't rip it off. No. He why did he take it off? It why off. did he take a second to take it off? Like Because it can't be the bellman. He has to be Captain Marvel. Yeah. I feel like he should have been Billy. Yeah. And then as the bellman. Yeah, I agree. And then been struck by lightning and then it, and then the bellman clothes burn off. That would have been cool. Yeah. See, we're also fixing it. True. Either way, I think the greatest addition to this script is Irish Mr. Gates. <laughs> He's my favorite. Yeah, he's he's pretty great. I hope and your great. Irish accent really improved. You're it did a good not one. So, it got good. so that's that's uh, Liam Neeson from Gangs of New York. Ah, uh, or uh, the Archangel Michael, or from Defend Life. Me. Yeah, just Liam existing. Neeson from Life. Well, that's that's where I remember him like having that like his normal accent, but it's like played up for the Dead Rabbits in that movie. Mm. Mm. There's a lot about that movie I'd like, and most of it I don't like. I, I really That's think fair. what really did it was Faith and Bagora. Faith and Bagora. Why don't you say Faith and Bagora? Faith it and really Bagora. gets you in the headspace. Well, it. it gets your it gets your where you're generating it in your mouth. Like it's more I think in, the back in Bruges. Of the I oh. haven't seen it, but I've heard so oh many fantastic God, things so about Joshua, it. I want you to go home and watch that movie three times. It is amazing. Is it good? It's, it is amazing. It's that good. I mean. A lot of things Colin it, Farrell is in. Is no, like, he's no, no, so no. good. In it. Is he good? Yeah. Okay. All right. Brendan Gleeson. Uh, uh, Peter Dinklage essentially playing himself. Dinklage is in it. Yes. Oh. No, he's not. Yes, he is. <laughs> you are just horribly typecasting all little people. No. No. 
in the spirit of William. Maybe maybe it's a different movie with Colin Farrell that I'm thinking of. It's another movie about a boring European city. I hope it wasn't a different little person. That would be... It is a different little person. Jordan Prentice is his name. Yeah. He plays Jimmy. So it is a little person? Mm-hmm. It and is. And it's not Peter Dinklage? It is sure not Peter Dinklage. He's from other things. Yes. Well, fuck me three ways from next Tuesday when we post the next episode. Jordan what now? Prentice. I remember. he was. I saw him and Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. <laughs> That was where I saw him. Oh, yeah. It's just been a long time since I saw that movie. No, you're just miserably typecasting all little people as Peter Dinklage. No, he just, he kind of looks like a very young Peter Dinklage. He kind of does. I don't think so. No? No. And I'm not typecasting all little people. Clearly this guy did a great job, unlike most little people. Peter Dinklage is the only one. I don't one. think that helped your case. <laughs> Look, I'm 5'3". We're like in the same <laughs> club. You're digging a tiny person. <laughs> a little <laughs> Well, it takes a long time. The story, moral of the story is In Bruges is a fantastic movie. And Peter Dinklage should have been in it. <laughs> Peter Dinklage would have done a great job. As Tyrion Lannister. Colin Farrell, <laughs> Brendan Gleeson, Clements, and Posey. Jordan Prentice. Prentice. Jordan Prentice playing Peter Dinklage. (laughs) Fade out. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. This podcast was created by Sean McBee. For more, visit TableReadsPodcast.com. Cut to black.